We are the Wild Stallion Sports Network. Excellent. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Featuring Downtown Jeff. Mmm, beer. The Italian Stallion Toco. Yo, Adrian! I did it! And the host of the show, Wild Man Chris. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Welcome to WSSN. I'm Wildman Chris. Alongside me, Italian Stallion Toko and Downtown Jeff. Downtown is... It's been stay-at-home Jeff lately is what it's been because the whole country's on lockdown. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like there was a big thing going on or something like that. This is... I mean... I know, I'm being funny. This I'm poor guy funny. can't get his drinks downtown. I know. I know. It's all right. The struggle is yeah. real. But... It's it's for a good reason. I mean, it's it has to kind of you know calm down. So it's like everybody's kind of working from home. I mean, it's sports is canceled everywhere. So it's Instead, I'm, I'm not alone in this this well, venture. Jeff, trust me. You only live about a mile from me, if that. You can always come over here and tell go and keep you company. Oh, getting this, heated. It sounds very weird, but it's I'll only be weird here tomorrow. If, it's only weird if you make it weird, my friend. <laughs> so instead of him being downtown. Jeff drinking beers. He's stay at home. Jeff drinking waters, drinking beers. I just ran out. <laughs> I do have a plethora of whiskey though, so I mean that's been keeping me warm. Oh. <laughs> it has been chilly out. All right, so, <laughs> <Chris is> like, <laughs> so today we're gonna go ahead. Um, we're gonna go over some more NFL free agency, uh, just some stuff that we didn't cover last week because it didn't happen. And we're going to also have a new segment. Uh, it's a new series, I should say, um, that we're going to be doing each week during coronavirus called Time Machine. Um, this year, we're going to go back in time to 2019 and talk about our most memorable moments. So let's start it on off with NFL Free Agency. So, it looks like the big moves, uh, let's start off with quarterbacks. He says yes. (laughs) We covered a lot of them last week. There's two that we haven't covered because they just recently happened. First one is Nick Foles gets traded to the Bears. What do you guys think? Who cares? Is that the new uh, tagline for the Bears? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that Mr. Glass. I don't. Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about this last week. It's like, what is it? Just going to be like a, a shootout between? I think so. Two sh- crappy quarterbacks, or yeah, we were kind of talking about that. It was going to be a quarterback competition for Trubisky, whoever came in, and the lucky one was Foles. They were saying though, like, don't be surprised if Foles starts, like. They think they might start Foles. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd rather have him than whatever his name is, Trubisky. Trubisky? Yeah, who cares? So, Jameis is still (laughs) officially not signed yet, and this is March 24th. Um, Cam Newton got released today, though. Cam Newton. You still think he's going to Patriots? I think he's going to the Patriots. Well, you not. said it last week. You said well, last week I think Cam he's a, Newton's going to the Patriots. I think so. Out of his mouth. Him, they're in Washington. 
to be with Ron Rivera. No. Yeah, that they're saying that might. He, no. Yeah, they're saying. Oh. Have you seen their death chart? It's trash. Can... No. They're saying that would honestly probably be the best fit. Well, why do you Why do you say no, Chris? Yeah, why, so why yeah, are you like no? Yeah, why? What's your Toko? Why are you like? I've heard because it's 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 Haskins time. Okay, like I'm an Ohio State guy, but the I don't think. Ha- oh, here we go. State. I don't think Haskins is gonna. I don't think he's gonna be what they thought that he was. I don't think that either. I mean, like all the other teams in last year's draft, because he got drafted like 15, 16th overall. He thought he was supposed to be the number one overall pick. Yeah, no, there's no way he was going to be a number one. No, yeah, the guy is number. trash, but we got to watch him be trash because he's a first round quarterback. But the point that I'm trying to get at is like the argument that they're trying to make right now, not argument, but like the thing they're trying to say is it would be a good fit on paper. And the reason for that being is he's with Ron Rivera, who, like you guys said last week, he did Beaver. Like Ron Rivera, like knows how to handle Scam Newton. And then, um, they think that they need some type of quarterback, and they, he would actually fit that offense very well there. I think New England, and the reason I say that is they're going to try to, I guess, roll out with uh, – how do you say his name? Jarrett Stidham or whatever. Um, no way. No, that's what they're saying. I mean, I've heard no. it too. I don't believe it. Like, like, no I really like You don't even that. know his name. That's – yeah. You, you – I mean, seriously, like <sighs> – you don't know his name. Hardly anybody knows his What's name. His... They're not going to roll with this guy named Jarrett Stidham. It's what? not going to happen. Who do they have? Brian Hoyer. They brought him back for like the fifth time. Yes, they did bring back yeah. Brian Hoyer oh, again. God, which is bad. I, I just heard him get a concussion again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Washington doesn't have anybody else at quarterback, but I just don't see it. But like, don't you see that, though? Like, that could logically be a good fit, though. My argument is Chargers. And the reason my argument yeah. is the Chargers See that. is because there was two teams in talks, the Bears, which got Foles, yeah. and the Chargers yeah. were the only two teams that were talking trades with Cam Newton. And they said that Panthers were asking for too much. And like you mentioned off air, the, the whole physical thing right now, too, yeah. is an issue because you're doing a trade for somebody you don't know if they're healthy or not. Yeah, because they, they can't, can't take a physical. Yeah, because the doctors and having their own doctors fly in and the country being like kind of locked down a little mm-hmm. bit. So, but I just, you know what, Chris? I, I mean, maybe he is at the Chargers. I like that fit. It maybe more than Washington or New England. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see him. I I agree that I think he would be a good fit in Washington, but with, he's still what, young too. Chris is saying. If they just drafted a guy, they're not going to go after him. I just and I just do not think he would fit in and mesh well well with the system in New England because you have to be a system quarterback. Yeah, you know, and you have to say, "Hey, Bel Belichick's going to say, hey, this is what you have to do to win games," and you have to be like, "No, I'm on board with that." I just don't think. Do you think Jamison would be a better fit to go there? Maybe like redevelop himself. Jamison Washington in New England. New England. Uh, I just don't know if he fits there either. I'm not sure. They're saying he might go somewhere. I mean, both of those guys got to fall somewhere. They have to fall somewhere, and I feel like they could still fall in those starting spots, which is New England mm-hmm. and, and Los Angeles. They're so it makes Jam- sense. They're comparing Jameis to maybe like a Teddy Bridgewater, go somewhere, sit behind somebody and like Bridgewater did with Breeze, mm-hmm. learn, and then go get that big payday. Man, Winston doesn't want to do that, though. And yeah. he has a good case. Yes, he has tons of interceptions. But his stats overall, yeah. if you do look at him for touchdowns, uh-huh. 
is really good. Oh, he yeah. has a he has a way to say, hey, I deserve to be a starter. Do we like Jameis? No, I'm not a huge fan of him. I know you guys aren't a huge fan of him. But his numbers don't lie, man. But the thing well, is, too, with, here would be my three. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, the, the thing with, with Bridgewater, too, is like he kind of got in a, a circumstance that allowed him to get that paid, too, because uh, he was doing well, mm-hmm. and then he was behind Breeze, but Breeze got hurt. Had Breeze not got hurt, well, he would still be sitting Bridgewater behind. got put in that situation literally just what you were just saying. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. So he s- had to prove himself anyways because everybody thought his knees and his legs were all gone. Right. For being such a young kid. Somebody said someone else too. I don't remember who it was where he had to like go sit behind them. So like go sit behind somebody. I can't think of the name who it was. It's, I mean, it's a bigger name quarterback. And he went, sat for like a year or two, redeveloped himself. Learned and then went out and got his payday. I, I just can't think right now. I'd have to go look at the teams. I cannot think of who that. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. That's it. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Kind of redeveloped himself a little bit and then went out and got that payday. Too much, but so got a payday. Maybe. All right. So let's move on to the running backs. This is the fun ones. Uh, we'll start off with the the barn burners, is what I'll call them. Uh, Jordan Howard to the Dolphins. Okay. <laughs> uh, Deion Lewis to the Giants is he even going to make the roster probably get cut <laughs> uh, Peyton Barber to the Redskins sure who's <laughs> <laughs> that uh, but here's here comes the big ones okay and these are the ones I do like Gurley to the Falcons what do you guys think about that one yeah played college at Georgia I think it's going to be a good fit he's going to get redeveloped himself not the pressure of so much L.A. I think he's gonna be a beast. I mean, are we we having deja vu here? I, I was just gonna say Stephen Jackson. Like, if, if he yeah. if he goes to hell in a handbasket, they are never ever gonna touch a Ram ever again. But Stephen Jackson was good right when he went to the Falcons. Like right after the Rams let him go, yeah, and he went to the Falcons. He was very good. So I do see deja vu again. I think Gurley's gonna be good. He's in his home state. I think he's going to be a beast, man. Steven, I think he's going to be great. He only is on a one-year deal, too, so it's like a prove-it deal. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah, I think it's – I mean, I think that's a – I think he's going to be a beast. It's a big upgrade from Devontae Freeman. Yeah. I mean, and not just that. Like, think about, like, playing like, in California. Like, there's so much hype around the Rams with, like, the whole football and, like, there's a lot of distractions. New stadium coming. Yeah. yeah. Now he just kind of gets to get away New from New logos. No, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. New logos. I, I – <laughs> Yeah, I personally don't mind the logos. I didn't like just the LA logo, but then once I saw the actual Ram logo and then how that meshed in with the LA sign, I'm like, uh, okay, I kind of see it. I don't, I don't mind it, and it's it's growing on me very quickly. Yeah. Steven Jackson though, when he went to Atlanta, like he was like a just a beat up pickup truck. They just rolled into the desert, and they're like, oh, like this is like actually just somebody took off their belt and like held this thing together, and he's like, no, no, no I'm fine, and then the whole car just fell apart. Like the wheels just fell apart. See how many more miles we've got this old beta here. So I, I don't know. I, I think Gurley, he could have a monster year, or, you know, I don't. his knees seem to be an issue a lot of the time. I, I think the Rams hid a lot of what was going on with them, and they yeah. didn't really say He's like, no, 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 he just – has his stomach flu or something, so we're just going to bench him for the Super Bowl. And once again, no no physicals. Right. So, I mean, you could be right on that. How much of I a don't risk think is it, though? It's not, exactly. It's not a risk for them, and it's only a one-year deal. It's a one-year prove-it deal. 
And no, I don't think he's going to have like the Todd Gurley seasons of like no. two, three years ago. But I think it's going to be better than last year. And last year, he was dependable. I mean, I give him a thousand yards, ten touchdowns, ten eleven touchdowns. Well, and Atlanta likes to toss the ball too mm-hmm. for screen yeah. passes. They're really big on that. It's always yeah. been the Matt Ryan thing. Um, so he could get a lot of receptions too. I mean, he's proven in the past he can't catch the ball. Jeff loves Matt Ryan. He sucks. Uh, the other move is uh, Melvin Gordon to the Broncos. That's uh, that's a really good deal. For who? You don't think that's a good deal? I'm mixed on it. I think it's a good deal for a quarterback who had failed Lindsey as his running back. Like but they also lock. had Royce Freeman, so they already had two guys. Yeah, but Melvin Gordon's better than those. So it could become a three-headed monster is what I'm getting at. Okay. So, like, yeah. for fantasy purposes, that's not a that's not a good thing for anybody that wants a Denver running back. Yeah. I mean, it's been like that for, like, the last three years for Denver running backs. Nobody wants to touch them. C.J. Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to touch them. So, I mean, I don't know. I think the Broncos did win in this. They yeah. only signed him. They signed him for a two-year deal mm-hmm. for $16 million. Yeah, that's – Mr. Glass made more in one year. Oh, gosh, Mr. Mr. Glass made more than Melvin Gordon in one year. Mr. Glass. If you guys have been listening to us the last few weeks, Mr. Glass is Sam Bradford. He Mr. made one. Who? He made $20 million in one year. What's his name? Sam Bradford. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sam Bradford. But yeah, I so I think the Broncos did win like with the money on this. Um, Melvin Gordon did also say that he's going to like he wanted to stay in the AFC West. Yeah, and it, it seemed like a revenge type of thing with the Chargers because they didn't sign him. But I mean, if he would have signed with the Chargers like a couple years ago, he would have probably made like twenty million dollars a year. I think if yeah, I mean going in, but he's getting year, greedy, like, man. He got greedy enough. <laughs> Now he's only making eight million a year. Like I wish I could say that. He probably, yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's the problem. Like, yeah, I had a bad year. I only made eight million dollars. <laughs> but it's still low for a guys. You don't understand fantasy this. relevant running back. Guys, eight million. I mean, you got to pay your agent. You got to pay a child support. You got to have that new car every year. I mean, if you walk away with five million, that's not a good year, guys. You took a loss. Yep. <laughs> So next, um, I'm going to skip ahead to the corners. Um, there was two big trades for corners. Uh, Darius Slay went to the Eagles. That's good for the Eagles because they, yeah. they didn't have any corners last year. Yep. So that's a good deal for them. Um, he left uh, Detroit. Apparently him and uh, Mr. Pencil behind his ear didn't like each other. Mr. Pencil. <laughs> Matt Patricia? Yeah. Mr. Pencil. Yeah, dude, the guy always he always has a pencil behind his ear with a laminated sheet. How are you gonna write on that? Thank you with the times, guy. <laughs> Next time, watch that. I'm telling you, he always has a laminated sheet with a pencil, is sharpened, a, sharpened pencil. Is it like a, is it like a grease pen though? Like no, they, they, it is literally a number two pencil, Jeff. Oh my god, <laughs> gotta, gotta write that depth chart down and then halfway through figure out. Nah, this guy sucks. It. <laughs> is it like a threat thing? Like mess up? I'm gonna stab you in the eye? Possibly. Um, but yeah, uh, Darius Slay Maybe and he... Matt Patricia did not see eye to eye, and they didn't see it from like day one because Darius Slay said he had a, a vendetta against him because he called him out in a practice his first season as the head coach. Look at this picture. Yes, 
Pencil and hat? I yep, mean, you he, see he, it? I uh-huh. mean, he's a big boy. He might get one of little late-game snack, and that pencil might just do the work for him. <laughs> His <laughs> mouth's the sharpener. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starving. Uh, then the other one was uh, the Seahawks. They got uh, Quentin Dunbar, which he's uh, a corner from the Redskins. Redskins have no corners now. They just they lost Josh Norman. Yeah. Now they lost Dunbar. They have no they have no depth in corner. Uh, now the Seahawks just made their defense a little bit better. So wins yeah, for the Seahawks. They're not going to get Clowney back. I don't think they might. Who cares? That guy's overrated. Whoa. Okay. What? what? I, I mean, I don't know if I say he's overrated. I don't think he's. I think he's good. I think he's good, but I yeah. think the way that he. Asking for money like he's been doing the last two years, he was doing the same thing in Houston. Yeah, is he's not worth the money he's asking for. Hmm. I mean, how much? How much do you know he's asking for? He's asking for like twenty-five to thirty million a year. Oh, That's quarterback dude. money, dude. Yeah, dude. He ain't Come on, 25. no way. Yeah, I mean, this guy's a this guy's a defensive end asking for quarterback money. So no, I I think he's well, that's what happens when you're like a number one draft pick. That's true. All right, so let's go into wideouts. Uh, Nelson Aguilar to the Raiders. How about that? He was on my fantasy team. He sucks. He's awful. Yeah. That guy doesn't catch nothing. All he does is fumble. Can't stand that guy. So, but the Raiders got a wide out, which they need, but they better still draft one. They also got Jason Witten, too. That's not saying much. <laughs> then we got old man Emmanuel Sanders going to the Saints. I like that. I'm, I'm a fan of that. I know. Yeah. He's a fan of Sanders. He Sanders, Sanders was a good fancy player. That's going to be a good me. move. Like, yeah. I don't think he's going to be because it was Michael Thomas is their primary, right? Oh yeah. But still, I don't think he's going to he's going to take away from him, but I think you know, Mayfield's going to have a decent Oh, he'll have year. a good year because he's got I mean, like, I mean, look what happened when he went to San Francisco and like granted Jimmy G is not like the best quarterback, but he's a good quarterback. He's I think two so. Rings. Yeah, the back. I didn't think Sanders was that great in San Francisco. I thought he was but when they okay, so here's what I'll say. I thought he was better in Denver. When they used him in San Francisco, he had some big games, man. He also had a lot of duds. Yeah, in Denver, he kind of he had like one or two he big had games duds in Denver, and he had them in San Francisco. Yeah, he had, he had a lot big of games in Denver too. Yeah, I don't see what he's gonna do with Breeze. I would draft him again. I would totally draft him again and put him as like my third right or like maybe a possible flex or something like that. Uh, I'm nervous with him because I just think he's starting to get older and I think he's starting to become over the hill. But uh, if uh, you're going to go out, you're going to go out with one of the best offenses Chris in the is, league. Chris is the I'll, I'll tell you who it's going to be. I'll tell you who it's going to I know he's, you're, he's it's gonna I'm be, not playing mind games on this. It's no. going to be like the 12th, 10th round. He's going to be like, old bag of bones. I was like, <laughs> I'll tell a thousand you, yards. I'll tell if you it goes to the twelfth, yeah, maybe. I'll you know who it. he's gonna take away from though? I think a little bit. I think he's take away from like that's gonna take away from Alvin Kamara being yeah. even more of like a because I mean obviously he's a running back and obviously gonna hand it off, but he's also a nice little screen pass wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I, he had it down you last year. I think this is gonna take away from him yeah. even more. Maybe you got, you got Thomas and Sanders. I mean, I think it's gonna take away from him a little bit. I do. Uh, or you could look at it a different way where it'll take away from Taysom Hill having so many catch passes. Like he yeah. caught a lot more passes than he was supposed to because they didn't yeah. have any wideouts. And Tyrone Smith, which he's proved that he's not as great as they thought he was going to be. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a, a solid one-two punch. So I, I like it. And I still think tomorrow's still going to get a lot of catches and a lot of rushes. Uh, last one is Robbie Anderson. 
going to the Panthers. Hmm. I don't like Robbie Anderson. I never have. I I don't. He's okay. He's a good middle. Like he's a good wide receiver two, wide receiver three, middle of the road quarterback. You know. Well, he's had some decent years. Who else do they have to throw to besides McCaffrey? Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore. Which I like DJ Moore. Curtis Samuel is a better version of Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin is like one of those they always called him like the gadget player. Um, He's only gadget, which is like I guess I would also compare like a Tavon Austin to like a James White, and I feel like Curtis Samuel's easy guy. Okay, that's a bad comparison. James White is way better than Tavon Austin. But once again, gadget type of guy. That can run, but also catch the ball a lot. All I'm gonna say is this, and you, me, and you have even agreed. Maybe I don't use Tavon Austin because Tavon Austin is below Curtis Samuel on this, but well, Samuel saying, can catch the deep ball, but he can also run a lot of wide receiver sweeps and all that. Stuff. I guess I just Tavon look at that run a jet sweep and get tackled every time. They're like, "What are we gonna do with that?" I was just thinking of like, get what my contract player, extension. <laughs> what player do they would they compare him to? Like how they use him. I I, I know I, Tavon Austin sucks. So he I'm hasn't looking, been signed yet. I'm looking at it from like a fantasy aspect, I guess. So that's where I get caught up sometimes. Like James White, um, you know about James White. I had Curtis Samuel on my yeah. team all last year, and he wasn't bad. Cur- he got consistent hey, like nine to ten points every year. I would draft James White. I've had him for the past two years, and here's where if you look at his stats, there is no he did not have one game under ten points. I don't think maybe one, but that's I don't because think he so. benefits in our league because we have a half point per reception. But you know what so. you're going to get week in and week out, at least 10 to 12 points, which is but, awesome. But getting back into it with Robbie Anderson, yeah, they don't have much at wideout, so I guess he's fine. I don't think he's going to be – I don't think he fits with them because Robbie Anderson's a like, run-deep type of guy. Well, so is Kurt, Curtis Samuel can do the same exact thing. And then you got DJ Moore, which is younger – be, they need more of like a, a – they're not going to find somebody like this, but they need more of like a Michael Thomas type of guy that's more of a, a possession type of receiver, like a Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman would be a much better fit in the Panthers than a Robbie Anderson. That's all I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean, Julian Edelman's numbers are going to go down, though, I believe that, because he ain't got the quarterback thrown to him now. But I'm just saying, for an example, like yeah. somebody that's going to catch it as a possession guy – would work a lot better with the Panther system than a deep ball guy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, do you guys got anything else that you want to go over with free agency? No. I think we covered all the the good moves and the, as Toka would say, it moves. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, just, well, I know that came official today, two years game <laughs> official and we can't really I why every time we're not even talking anything about the Patriots the Buccaneers You're you transition be- anything to Tom Brady whenever we talk NFL stressed you're getting stressed we right need to now. like when whenever Toko does get married we have to give like some sort of speech and like we're just going to go on like this like four minute intro and then like let me tell you a story about Tom Brady and, like, don't say anything about Togo. Just go to a five-minute thing about, like, Tom Brady and just say nothing and walk off stage. So I got a better idea on our show. We're going to eventually get a soundboard. And every time you say Tom Brady, it's just going to be like, ooh, Poppy. 
We should, or wow. we could do like the same Silverman. How they had like the electrodes. The yeah. Every time he said Judith, he gets shocked. So you're just gonna hear Toko getting shocked every time he's like Tom. Oh! <laughs> I'm ready. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the time machine. Back, back in, in time. Great Scott. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our time machine of 2019. I'm going to go ahead and hand this on off to Toko. Chris's uh, moment from 2019 was when the Angels completed the no-hitter while honoring Tyler Skaggs. He retired six batters in his first two innings. And this is ground ball to second base. Red Heagle falls down, picks it up, fires the first. The Angels have no-hit the Seattle Mariners. So this is my favorite moment because the day before Tyler Skaggs passed away from an accidental death. Um, so it was really inspiring that the Angels had two different pitchers that pitched a no-hitter to the Seattle Mariners and won the game 13 to nothing. Uh, if you look at the box score, it's got crazy stat lines on it, uh, doing a lot of remembrance of him. Uh, what was one on Toko? Uh, yeah, so like I know Mike Trout that one of them was a 454 foot home run, um, and his number was 45, which that was very ironic, yeah, to me. Also, just said 13 nothing. I don't know if you have this or not. That's the number he wore in high school. Wow, it's weird. That's that's crazy. Yep, so yeah, there's there's just a lot of uh. Moments in this game where it does seem like he was watching over the team, which was very inspirational. And that's why that was my favorite moment of 2019. So let's go on into yours, Toko. Uh, yeah, my favorite moment uh, from 2019 uh, was pretty cool. Uh, it's when Tiger Woods um, was able to complete the uh, journey back after all he's been through and come back and win the Masters. I don't think anybody expected that. Many doubt it we ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory. I love it, man. That's awesome. I get like goosebumps every time I hear it. I know you just fist pump that. Yeah, man, because it was so cool to see. It was just like nobody expected it. And then like, even though he's had ups and downs and Stuff like that, a lot of people, not really fans of him. He's been through a lot over the past six or seven years. And it was, I think the last Masters, it's been almost 14 years since he won his last Masters. Man, that was, that was cool. That was cool to cap that off, and it was it was neat to see that for him. And his kids were there, and his mom, and stuff like that, too. Yeah. I also think Toka's going to use that same exact sound clip for when Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl. Return to Why would you? Why would you? Why would you say that? Come on, Tiger Woods, man. That was that was cool. Because like, what, what was cool for me with that was like, there's a lot of young golfers, and a lot of those guys grew up like watching Tiger, and then like to sit there and like see him win another Masters, and they all grew up watching him, and was like from me to you. Yeah, like that was so cool, man. It was neat, and then the call by Jim Nance was just phenomenal. The return to glory, it was cool. 
been something people have been waiting for for a long, long time. So I'm glad it did happen to him. Yep. What do you think with Tiger? No, I thought it was – I mean, he was been the kind of face of golf for – Decades. I mean, I mean, as as I, yeah, I mean, there was, I mean, when, like when Tiger Woods golf came out, there was no, it was just PJ tour, you know, the video game or whatever. I mean, there it yeah. was Tiger Woods, like he was the face of golf. And then like, you know, he kind of went away for a while then he just came back really stronger yeah. than ever. And what he's accomplished in like, cause I think he's like, I think he tied for like the most tied. I think he has 82 like wins total, which is tied with Sam Snead, who is like the all time wins leader in golf. Mm-hmm. Tiger's like not even he's in his forties, I think, 41, 42. So what he's accomplished in that little bit of time, not a little bit of time, like over that short period of like years is like what some golfers like like it's he's I mean he's he's accomplished a lot, man. Like just, all his tournament wins. But so. just think if he didn't have those controversies, he would have crushed every record. Yeah, and he's and he, but he's still like potentially gonna Beat those records. He's. I think he's going to get the all-time wins. I think he might be that now. I don't, how many? I don't know how many wins he has. I think so it's it's professional wins. Eighty-three. One hundred nine. No, that's wrong. Because it, it's it's PGA Tour wins. It's Sam oh. Snead's number one with eighty-two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Tiger tied him or he beat him. Possibly. I think he beat him. Maybe. I think he has eighty-three. But the one that he might not get is the Jack, Jack Nicholson's like Grand Slams. He has like four or five Grand Slams. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. To it says most PGA Tour wins all time. Tiger and Sam Snead are tied with 82, and Jack Nicholas is behind him with 73. Yeah. I mean, and like he's, I don't know. And then the Grand Slams one, which is, I think when you win all four major tournaments, um, I think I get a calendar year or something like that. Um, I think, or I don't know, I think he, I don't know how many he has behind him on that, but. Um, yeah, that, that that was a cool moment for me, man. It was it was it was it was cool to watch. Tiger has fifteen majors and Nicholas has eighteen. I'm sorry, I just said mate grand slam. I'm talking tennis over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, yeah, the, the majors is is what it is. So, all right, so let's go into downtown Jeff's favorite moment of 2019. Uh, yeah, Jeff's moment. Was the final call from uh, or the 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 Stanley Cup win from the St. Louis Blues? Um, we've been waiting a long time, bro. Oh yeah, we long have. time. So the first time in their history, the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions. And this was, I usually I'm not the best homer for home teams, but this was like one of those things, and it was like just amazing to see like it was kind of like the uh, you know like almost like i guess a running joke of we're never going to see it in our lifetime and like every year it turned out to be like this is our year and then it wasn't our year and it was like they're the cubs of hockey and i was like eh, the cubs won you know this was before <laughs> they won you know the world series recently but it, it was just like and you know i i you know I'll, I'll admit i doubted them the whole way through and i was like and i i ended up being like i have to root for the opposite scene the entire the entire series yeah. i was like go bruins go bruins because if the bruins if i keep rooting for them like every time like i'd go and i was like okay the blues got it we got this you know like game six or whatever i was like we are no problem and then i was like okay that's it i got it was like bruins got this listen the bruins are gonna crush us and then that that was like i reverse psychology you know stupid uh, superstition to make us win, mm-hmm. and 
it ended up being that Chris Toko and I ended up going to this bar to watch it. And we're like, Oh, Hey, we want to see it. And we've been to this bar before. And we, you know, it's a relatively big place. And we looked around and we sat down and we're like, huh, there's only one TV. And we were just waiting to like share this a moment with just like TVs, like just all yeah. over the place. And we're like, there's one, and it's maybe 50 inches. And it didn't even seem like it was an HD. Yeah, I don't even know if the stream was legal or <laughs> what it was, but we're just, you know, sitting there. But, I mean, we we, we enjoyed it, and, you know, every place, when that happened, when the Blues won, we're like, oh, my God, it happened. The place went nuts. Everywhere yeah. in St. Louis went nuts. And I don't think that that level of excitement has been, like, really captured in a sports moment for me in recent memory. Going oh, on man. to that moment, I, I feel like we were in – if anybody ever watches Cheers, yeah, like I watch it all the time on Netflix now, but I literally felt that Cheers moment where everyone huddles around the TV because everyone in that bar, once again, this was a huge bar that had everyone huddled around the TV, which made it still a fun moment for everyone because yeah. everyone's high-fiving everyone. I was First emotional. time it's ever happened. You're trying to rub my pregnant wife's belly. Good luck. Yeah, but you you that you had to do it after the Blues won, so I, I did it. We yeah, repeat, repeat. <laughs> I gotta go back, boys. Um, I, I mean, I was emotional, dude. That was a big thing for me, dude. Like I, I know me. Like I'm always like I remember growing up. Hockey was like the the first sport like watching and like really getting into. Like obviously baseball now, but. Man, that was that, that that was neat. I mean, think about like kids that were like 10, 11 years old, like when the Blues first came here. Holy crap, they're never going to win in 50 years, man, or 52 years, however long it's been. I and still never forget the 1997 game versus that Detroit. The, that the Blues that lost one. to Detroit in triple yeah. overtime and they lost one to nothing. I will never ever forget that game because that was the game that would have got them to the Stanley Cup and everybody thought they were going to win that game. I remember it was one year we played against Colorado, and Patrick Waugh was just unstoppable. Oh, I think we had like 60 shots on goal or something crazy like that, and like we scored like one or two goals, and he was just a, a complete brick wall. I think they that's the year that they won the Cup, too. Uh, Yeah, probably. I think it was like 2000, 2001. Yeah, but I mean, they just had a monster team. But I mean, we held our own against them, but just, yeah. we, we just couldn't get anything past That Waugh. team was... Talk about it. Sorry, I don't want to get up too much off topic. Talk about a cup final, though. Mm-hmm. They played – it was Patrick Wilders, Martin Brodeur. Yes. Like, how awesome is that? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a good moment with the boys one, for sure. So, yeah, I hope you guys did really enjoy this segment. Uh, we really enjoyed picking our favorite moments and kind of reminiscing with everybody on these. But that's going to go ahead and do it for the show. Um. We have something new in social media. Uh, I run the Facebook page. Toka runs the Twitter. And Jeff runs the Instagram. So we're just going to go around the horn and everybody's going to give their usernames to it. So you can follow us at Facebook at Wild Stallions SN. Uh, Yes, and then on Twitter, um, you can search us at Wild Stallions and then the number two. And then on Instagram, it's going to be wild.stallions.sn for Sports Network. So a lot of social media platforms out there. Follow us on all of them. Subscribe, like, listen, share. Yep. 
So I get, I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. We'll see you all next week. The Stallions are out. News team, assemble! Sports. 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 La, 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 la.